Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello everyone, welcome to the Redmen TV. It is the instant match reaction. I'm joined by Will Hall of LFC Focus as Liverpool booked their place in the last 16 of the Champions League. Will, um... <laughs> we won 1-0 yeah. we could very nearly have drawn one all we should have won about 5-0 yeah it was it, the, the one thing that was sticking through my mind the whole way through the game when I was thinking about how how many chances we were missing is just all this is doing is keeping them under the cosh because yeah. they could barely get out of their halves at times from the just the amount of tackles our midfield was putting in the amount of times we were countering they were just getting exhausted by yeah. it and it was killing their attack as well because they were having to constantly track back they were having to try and screen those areas that Liverpool were trying to get into and in the end it, it just exhausted them. I mean, we were sweating all the way through the end of the game, but they looked knackered at the end. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think we, it was a, one of those games where we were the better team, I think, from pretty much start to finish. They had a couple of little moments, you know, to, to be fair, because they're a good team, but we we showed our superiority. That, for me, was almost a hybrid performance of some of the best stuff that we saw last season in terms yep. of how we approached pressing on the front foot, causing them problems, high tempo, but also in terms of the game intelligence, just in terms of how we kept the ball at times, we dictated the tempo of that game it never really felt like Liverpool were out of control all the way through the yeah. game and that's a credit to every single player on the pitch none of the players ever really lost a handle on the game like like I said the midfield were fantastic but also the centre-backs as well yeah. and the and the, the, uh, the full-backs I think Andy Robertson was absolutely phenomenal as well absolutely. but they always made the right decisions I think the only time the decision-making was poor was when we got into that final third and that's why we probably should have won the game 5-0 but apart from that they got everything spot on and, tonight and to be fair even decision-making like I mean Sadio Mane, it's baffling how he's not come out with at least a couple of goals on the, on the day. He has, he has one, doesn't he, disallowed first half for offside, which I can't comment on because it was too far away. Um, and he has two glaring opportunities in that second half. The one where it's squared across to him and he's just, he just hit the target and you've scored there. Like, I can get missing the one-on-one very, very late on because you can miss one-on-ones, but it's uh, it was so frustrating because we deserved that game to be more comfortable than it, yeah. than it was. Like, we didn't need it to be and it, it would have been I mean, I'm, I'm glad we can say this without having to jump down his throat, but if <clears throat> if Alisson doesn't make that save in the last minute, if he doesn't make that save, they score, and this is all it's all Sadio Mane's fault yeah. because of the amount of chances he's missed. Yeah, and that's the thing is we just... I don't want to say we got away with one tonight, but it just felt like Sadio Mane... I think the good thing about Sadio Mane, and I was saying this to a couple of people after the game, is even when he doesn't always to. score... Yeah. Even when he's not, you know, putting away his chances, yeah. 
he still plays well. Yeah. He still gets into the right positions. He's still an absolute nightmare for their defenders. Yeah. Like they weren't dealing with him well at all and he was getting into threatening positions and sometimes he was laying the ball off to people as well and creating chances. Yeah. So even when his performance is is poor in terms of his finishing, he's still an important player for Liverpool to have, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. We, we were so we were so good. I, it's, it's, it feels churlish because, <laughs> you know, I, I'm saying, we've just booked our place in, 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 in the next round of the Champions, in the knockouts, which was mission accomplished as far as I'm concerned yeah. from this group because, look, we were sensational last season, but the quality of that group is far greater than what we had to face last oh, gotcha. year. So, you know, to be able to get out of that group, continue, uh, you know, at the expense of, of Napoli and obviously uh, with, with P uh, PSG have gone through as well, haven't yeah. they? Um, bloody good teams and so, so I, you know it, it's not, it feels jealous to complain that we didn't go through by more goals but you know when ultimately we just need to get up but let's talk about the good things uh, on the day you mentioned Andy Robertson yeah I, I, you're running out of superlatives for a, a little angry Scott I just I just don't <laughs> think these lads these Italian lads and the, you know they're playing in Serie A and they're playing this you know against all these world-class defenders you know a, a culture of a culture of defensive football and they must be looking at Andy Robertson going, what is this? <laughs> what is this? The guy is made of something else, and I don't know what that material is, but if you could if you could distill it down and sell it, it would sell more than Coca-Cola and crack cocaine combined. Iron Brew. I, yeah, that's what well, it maybe is. That's a, oh, wait, hang on. No, you're right. They already sell it. It's called Iron Brew. Um, no, phenomenal. But I think the amazing thing about Andy Robbo is after all these games, every time I've been around here after the ground, and we, you do all the like fan camps and everything, you always talk about what player does everyone want to talk about? It's always Andy Robertson. <coughs> Everyone's always like, he had an amazing game, yeah. man of the match, eight out of ten performance. I think it's about time we just accepted he's he's incredible every game. Well, I don't he's want an I, absolutely I, phenomenal football. I don't want. There's a number of getting that way with a number of our players, aren't yeah. we? Where you're like. Are we going to stand here again and talk about the Bruins, this player? Yes. Yes, I am. Because we have had some dog shit footballers over the years who wear fit to wear the shirt. We're signing these lads and they're coming in. And, you know, where was the last... You know, good Scots. We've been laughing at Scottish footballers for the last 20 years. And now we've got another one who's absolutely incredible. Um, the midfield, will. The, when it was announced that it was rumoured that it was going to be Henderson, Wijnaldum and, and Milner, inevitably the reaction wasn't one of absolute cheer and, and celebration now look I will admit I don't get I don't get I don't get the people losing their heads over it I don't at all but I did look at it and think I felt like maybe Fabinho might have been the option I was so wrong <laughs> I was so wrong and everyone who thought that midfield had a problem was so wrong the midfield was magnificent tonight I think the thing with that midfield is, is sometimes it is the wrong midfield to choose and we've seen that in some games where it feels too flat it feels mm -hmm. too workmanlike there's no connection with the attack but nights like those it is absolutely made for we saw that last season in the Champions League the game against Roma in the 5-2 after Oxley chamberlain goes on and Vijnaldum goes off and Vijnaldum comes on uh -huh. it was that midfield and they're perfect for that kind of situation because yeah. they are so strong they snap into tackles they press and when they actually need to when the game demands it and when importantly the crowd demands it they do get involved with the attack even Henderson who's so chastised for not getting involved with yeah. the players going forward he was coming close to the box he was playing passes he was driving with the ball like we've seen players like Naby Keita do yeah I think I uh, look Jordan Henderson's got a lot of people who, uh, who are detractors to his style of football and him as a person whatever for whatever reason and I'm not going to go I'm not going to get into that now but I I cannot fathom anyone who's watched that performance from Henderson, particularly the second half, and doesn't see him as at the very least a perfectly fine footballer to be in and around <laughs> Liverpool's squad. And it's always going to be coloured by the armband thing, but did he ever shake a challenge? Did he ever did he ever you know did he ever give up on anything? He was winning stuff, he was he was he was cutting passes out, he was getting on the front foot, he was put he was forcing the forcing the play when he needed to. 
I just and, and him and I, I don't. It's, it's not right to just single him out. James Milner was exactly the same. Excellent. Genie Wijnaldum, excellent. That the right Genie Wijnaldum was coming off the pitch, and James Milner got injured and had to go off. Wijnaldum was done, and there was a little thirty seconds where he didn't quite track a man back, and then after that he redoubled, and like it's right at the end of the game, he has the ball in the midfield, and there's not a counter attack on, and he goes one way. And he holds it, and he goes back the other way, and he he, he just kills the game off because he's amazing. That little dribble he has during stoppage time, where he just he runs across across the centre of the pitch, yes. and it's just you're thinking either send it back, send it forward, go to the corner. But he's just so confident in his own ability, yeah. and I think that's what's so great about this Liverpool team at the moment. And it's what we mean when we talk about game management. They believe they can see this game out. Mm -hmm. They don't think that they have to blitz Napoli and score five to yeah. get through. They trust the defence. They trust the attack. They all trust each other. They're a proper football team yeah. and I think that's that's so so important and yeah. it's the difference between Liverpool and Napoli tonight because they never really looked like they believed they were in the game at all yeah yeah it's true and for a few moments I don't know whether people watching whether these are picked up on the telly because it's weird you don't you don't realize what you miss out on and I don't want to be one of them I'm at the match so I know what I'm not it's not that that type of thing but there's moments of Jordan Henderson and we talk about leadership and James Milner's barking orders on the pitch and you can see that and there's a moment toward the end when we had the little injury problems and Jordan Henderson it Fabinho comes on and he grabs him and he's screaming in his ear and he's telling him where he needs to be because obviously his role has shifted because he's yeah. coming on for the, other, for, the other, for the other guy and then we get Trent goes down injured and Kate is on and he grabs Kate and he's going you go here mate this is where you you're me I am going to right back I'm going to right back so you've got to be and like Kate you can tell Kate is like not and he's going like he grabs him and focuses him and I, and I love that because that showed our maturity and it was from Henderson it was from Milton in fact it was from the whole team in, in general there was a real never say die attitude and a willingness to get that over the line because Liverpool might have capitulated there and we can say we don't do it in Europe and we can say famous European nights all you want that was a good team and in a very finely poised situation and that the maturity shown by our team in that situation for the first time and I said this this week well um, we look like a team that has learned from last season. Yeah, we've took, we've taken the defeat, and we've taken the problems, and we've taken the successes, and we're actually just much a much better footballing outfit as opposed to every other fucking time where we normally collapse the bits off the back of it. And I think we're, we're capable of responding to our own problems as well. So when we have the issues with like Sadio Mane not putting his chances away, and all the way through the season when the attack hasn't quite been working, the defence have just realised they're going to have to rise to the challenge. Yeah. And Jurgen Klopp as well, he's he's switched around his form. He's played kind of systems that he's not entirely used to. He's taken risks with the players that he plays as well. You could have called tonight a risk as well. I'm sure there weren't, like you said, many people that would have put out that exact side that would have gone for, with 4-3-3, a formation that, that hasn't really worked recently. But it is a team that entirely believes that it knows what it's doing. And like you said, it's because it's learned. It's because it's taken the good of what's happened last season and kept that going and taken anything that wasn't quite perfect and worked on it. And some of that's down to signings. Some of that's down <coughs> to coaching. Yeah. Some it's just down to players standing up and being counted. It's fascinating because as you four three three has not been not been great for us this season, but that was that was classic Liverpool from last season. The way yeah. we the way we lined up, the way we approached the game, getting pressing, causing them guys you know pressing from behind. You know it was it was a it was a vintage Klopp Liverpool performance there. And what's great about it, and I said this, you know we're now entering into the 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 busy spell of the season, the winter the winter part of the season where you have to rotate. You can't put one team out. Twice a week for for six weeks and, if, and 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 expect to not fall to pieces. What we've done there is we've rotated we've rotated in our basically our best side from last season, and we've still got 
potentially there you could bring in Fabinho, you could bring in Cater, you can bring in Shakiri, all albeit two of them obviously got some appearances there, completely fresh for the Man United game at the weekend. We've got so much strength and depth, so much quality and depth there, and we've now also shown that well, we can play 4-3-3 against Man United here. And all of a sudden, we were playing, so we've gone from playing 4-2-3-1, playing 4-2-2-2, variations on 4-4-2. Nobody fucking has a clue what formation <laughs> Liverpool are going to play. Nobody knows how Liverpool are going to line up now. And it, honestly, it gets to the point where it doesn't really matter because we're so good that we can put out, we can make three or four changes and still put teams under pressure. Um, the only, I guess, the, the, the only things to take the shine off this with Man United looming will is that um, James Milner having to go off is a blow, although yeah. I wouldn't necessarily expect him to have played three games on the bounce Absolutely for us. Not. Um, Trent having a little problem means that we're worryingly short. I, I, you know, it was done circumstantially. I do not want to see Deja Lovren ever play right back for <laughs> Liverpool, uh, as much as he did a very good kick down the line. Um, <laughs> They, they, they are the things that do take the shine off this game somewhat. Yeah, but I think the important thing is there's there's five days between this game and Man United. There's so much more time now yeah. than there has been for previous games. I think, I don't want to tempt fate or anything, but I feel like we've got through really the most congested patch of fixtures in terms of, I think, playing the Sunday against Everton, the Wednesday against Burnley, Saturday Bournemouth, Tuesday tonight. Yeah. That's probably the most congested it's going to get, apart from maybe at the end of December when we play Arsenal and then Man City yeah, straight sure. afterwards. But I think we can rest players around that. I think Jurgen Klopp has he's taken gambles with this and tonight could potentially again be one of those gambles in terms of selection in terms of rotating players in and out of the side and um, apart from maybe the Joe Gomez injury where you know we're gonna have to struggle by getting mm -hmm. through that I think we've come out of it pretty pretty well you know top of the league yeah. through to the knockout stage of the Champions League we can't really complain about everything and the injury no. list when you compare it to like I, I don't want to get too bogged down in other teams I want to talk about tonight's game of sure, course sure. but comparing it to like Man City's injury list they're actually struggling at the moment yeah. They're missing silver. They're missing De Bruyne. We've managed to get out of Good. this with all of our best yeah. players intact. Yeah, no, absolutely, and, and that's it. You know, it's a whole fingers crossed, especially for Trent for the weekend, like <laughs> and, and what have you. But I was just a massive game of football coming up. But you're right. Look, job done. You, you Liverpool. We are managing our squad. We are managing our way through the season. We're doing a brilliant job of it. And all of a sudden, you know, as you say, it's con the, the context is provided by us being top of the league yeah. and getting out that group. Now we'll see who we get in in in, in the in the next stage. Um, <coughs> Because you know, second we finish in the group there, that, that is, is rising. So you know, we're, we're, theoretically we're going to get it. We should get the harder, harder draw going into the last 16. But we shouldn't fear anyone. Fine. And ultimately, it, we can switch off to that now. The league is the focus for me. I, you know, I talked about the importance of, of, the, of, of the Champions League. I think it's important to always get out of the group. Always, always get out of the group. Always get to the knockouts. Give yourself a chance. The league has got to be the priority. But. You, you've got this time now. You've got this spell. We've got the time to go. The league is the main focus. Let's make the league the league focus. We'll worry about the Champions League in February, and that's where Liverpool need to be. So you know, as much as I had a little wobble last week when I was thinking no Europe at all gives us an opportunity to focus. Yeah. Well, look, we could have a cataclysmic January, and we'll be begging for the Champions League to come back in February. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but Liverpool have played themselves into exactly where they want to be. We have got that. We've got that place in the last 16. We're top of the league, and the focus has got to shift to Man United. And I, I can't wait. I'm so this is the most excited I've been to see Man United come to Anfield because they've caused us so many problems here in, in recent years. But um, you've got to believe with where we are right now. I'm not even asked about them or where they are. <laughs> 
we're in such a rich vein of form, we've got such good depth and we've got such passion and confidence behind us that you've got to be confident. I think I think we're built to take Man United down now because we're, like I said, we're such a patient side as well. We don't feel like we're sort of, you know, rushing to get a goal. Yeah. Like those nil-nils against Man United the last couple of seasons, it always felt like we were just desperate to get a goal and yeah. we could never quite get through. But I feel like now it could be in 85 minutes, still nil-nil against Man United. And we can already think, you know what, th this team is capable of still getting the goal. Yeah. And like you said earlier, with the way that we change how we set up, we play 4-4-2, 4-2-4, 4-3-3, 4-2-3-1. Jose Mourinho is probably tearing his hair out right now because yeah. he prides himself on being able to set up and stop certain systems. Yeah. But Liverpool are capable of switching things up. Even without substitutions, we can just, Jurgen Klopp can go up to his players and say, right, you change where you're playing, you go yeah. there. We're completely changing it around. And it's so important that we've got different players that can play different roles. It came in handy tonight when we brought Naby Cater on yeah. and he plays right wing, yeah. which he, uh, he's never played for us before no. and I can't really see him ever playing again. But he did absolutely <laughs> fine in it. Yeah. And I think that's something that's so important about the players we've got. Absolutely, very, very exciting. Well, listen, leave us your thoughts on that game in the comments below. If there's any instance from the match we've not discussed that you feel we need to pick up on, I will do. The final word show, it's available as part of Freeview Week. It's normally behind the paywall on the RedmenTV.com. Tomorrow it is up on the YouTube channel. I'll pull a few comments in from the section into that show, so make sure you've got uh, intelligence analysis and points in there, and I will get as many as I possibly can. Anyway, drop a like on the video. Make sure you subscribe to LFC Focus as well on YouTube for a fantastic post-match video. Uh, and other than that, we'll see you all very soon. Ta-da.